0: Hey warriors. Hey listeners. This is Julie Brown. I am your host for Happy Hamstrings. I hope you enjoyed that dramatic pause. This is Friday, January 27th. The year is 2023 and I'm just going to keep this one really quick. I'm actually expecting a phone call with uh, a chance to discuss my experience yesterday because I've learned not to look at it as good or bad. It just is an experience when it's an experience um, nothing's good or bad it just and you know what I caught myself in yoga saying I hate the phrase it is what it is I hate that phrase and I caught myself saying that in yoga when I was saying it's not good or bad it just is what it is and that's I don't like that phrase I don't like that saying because it feels like people use it as an excuse all the time for their behavior but um, an experience, instead of thinking of something as good or bad, which is kind of black or white, just view the experience as the reality that presents itself. <laughs> um, like I was talking about, people's actions will show up. Their their, um, real, their real true selves will show up in their patterns, their actions, their behaviors, even more so than their words with people. Because it's easy to just say words, but um, when the actions aren't backed up with the words... People don't want to hear that that's actually manipulation. Um, And that's the truth. I mean, if your words don't match your actions and your actions don't match your words. Anyway, um, I just wanted to come on here really quick since I'm expecting that phone call um, to discuss like what is happening with this training position because I was asked to quit my other jobs. Do I need to wait till we have a personal training manager to actually get me a consult because I see that all the other trainers are getting like all these consultations just one right after the other one right after the other and I haven't had a single consultation booked booked for myself and I'm not like greedy I'm not like wanting all the clients but now they got me texting clients and when I told my husband this he didn't think that was a great idea he said it feels like uh, the head of the company could look at it like they're giving away our call list or people our client list or even worse, I'm opening myself up to the like possibility of being harassed, giving out my personal phone number. So I already had like two responses that weren't good. Most people didn't respond. And only had one person who responded with a positive, like maybe. It wasn't like a firm yes, it was somebody who's busy. But I'm just going to see if I can get the list and do some emails rather than texting. I would rather just give out my personal email than my phone number. And if they're booking, like, consults so much, are they just not rotating me in because I'm out of town or what is happening? Like, why can't I get, like, one single consult and I've been asked to quit my job at the end of the year, jobs? <laughs> um, maybe I should just back off until we have a personal trainer manager. Like, these are the things I'm going to ask that something we weren't supposed to say, like the uh, TV scroll, the word free, and they're like, never use the word free. And the TVs are scrolling that word free about the consults. I don't know. It's technically, I mean, it's not like I own the business. So, it's technically just I'm at their mercy uh, closing my business and all. So, I'm fine with all of it. I'm not upset, like, in any way, by the way. I'm just, like, um, I'm kind of glad I didn't get any kind of management position. Because I love being at home. Like... <laughs> I would um I wanna make money, I wanna have a job and be hardworking, but I don't want to take on um I don't want to take on something that will definitely be like a salaried job if we have a lot of cases of the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing going on. Like that's not gonna align for me. Um because I'm not a control freak, but I like to know that, um, there's some organization in the processes and it seems like when I ask for like shift reports, I accidentally called it like an, um, activity report or whatever. It just seems like not a lot of communication, uh, between departments, I guess, because I was, well, I'm not even going to go into other things. It's just, I was not given like a working password for one of the things and, there's just so many things. Like I had to have at least six or seven apps for this job. And I know that happens with jobs. But it's not like they're paying for my phone either. And that's something else. But anyway. Uh, moving off of that. I'm going to keep this quick. So just in case they do call me right at 1130. Um, I've been like having a great morning. So I wanted to come on and share it with all of you. I got up. Like, I didn't get up slowly. Most days I get up kind of, if I'm not coaching, most days I get up kind of slowly. But today, uh, I found the energy quickly, despite everything that's happened over the past several weeks. And um, I found myself wanting to practice yoga. And that's something I've been struggling with is the motivation to want to do my own personal practice in the morning. And instead of what I typically do, which is like a whole bunch of like sun salutations like a very active practice is my typical go-to. Instead of doing that, today I did a very, very slow, gentle, not a yin practice, just like I used my yoga wheel to stretch my back, and I did a lot of tabletop movements. Um, I did some gentle back bends. It felt really great, by the way. I just, I needed it. I needed to just take a little while and stretch, and as I did, I was listening to some videos recorded by monks who share their knowledge. And they share their views of enlightenment and other things. And one of the videos I watched this morning was on... Now, sometimes I say I hate to come back to something. Like, I hate to come back to this and keep saying it. This is a topic that I actually like coming back to because it's so important. Is... um. After I read The Miracle of Mindfulness, I talked on this podcast about the meditation on death. And so I found this monk that talks about this. The practice is called Maranasati. I hope I'm saying it right. (laughs) I think I am. Maranasati. It basically means the meditation on death or the acceptance of impermanence. In other words, we know we're not some kind of immortal being. We know we eventually will pass. However, the belief that nothing happens after death is some kind of like, for the monks and the Buddhists, they call it like the the annihilation view or something like that. I forgot what it was. See, I just listened to two hours and I've already forgotten because I didn't write down notes. The uh, idea that your soul is like annihilated at the end of your death, at the end of your life, that your death is your death. And some people believe death is like nothingness like nothing happens. A lot of people believe that. And then the monk said to believe that is to believe that you don't experience it. And if some of you don't want to talk about death, I mean, you can skip this episode. I get it. I get it. Not everybody wants to think about death. And that's kind of what this meditation of death, Maranasati, is to be accepting of the inevitable, right? the inevitable death that some monks would actually sit with a decaying body in some places to meditate on death and sit with the corpse as they recognize that the warmth is gone the the parts that are there are just parts like earth like looking at it as in it's part of the earth and there's water there like rather than believing you are your body I guess is what the, um, the belief and acceptance and the knowledge that your body is the vehicle for your soul is what I'm gathering. So the other thing that the monk said about this in this long video, which I say long video, it was like a half hour for that one. Uh, so that's not so long. But anyway, one of the other things I found really interesting that this monk said about it, and I've been doing this meditation on death a lot since 2019. A lot, just like you imagine yourself decaying, and then when you come out of it, you're even more like motivated to like live your life, I guess. But anyway, one of the things that I keep getting away from what I was going to say, I do that. I tend to do that. Uh, one of the most interesting things that he said is that you're not doing this, you're not focusing on your own death or the idea of death, to become sad. You're not even doing it to like, kind of say, look how brave I am. You're doing it so that you can come out of this like more inspired to live more fully, because because knowing that you only have so much time, you know, left um, to do your you know positive energy you know, to bring your positive energy, and that's the other thing he talked. He talked this really great part about um, what was this guy's name? I wrote it down. <laughs> Ad, Ajahn Sona, I'm not, I'm probably mispronouncing his name, but I'll spell it, A-J-A-H-N, last name is Sona, S-O-N-A, anyway, he, um he just kind of talked about, like, basically, we all are gonna die, and if we spend a small amount of time focusing on it in a non-sad view, just like acceptance of I am not going to live forever. I am going to eventually, you know, become one with the earth, however you want to look at it. And then just being grateful for the rest of your day and being able to do what was already there, by the way. Like you just, after meditation, you're just able to tap into that energy with an enhanced Power of what you were already capable of because you're more focused on it. You're more focused on what you already had in you. Uh, the other video I watched by this monk today was, and this was the one I watched when I did um, my yoga samadhi concentration. He talked about steps to enlightenment and how it's not accessible to everyone. And one of the things they said that I thought was kind of funny was, you know, they're always yelling at you in school to concentrate. Hey, concentrate. Hey, pay attention. He said, but do they ever actually teach young children how to do that? He says some people will like furrow their brow because then it looks like they're listening. He said, but tensing up your face doesn't really make you like understand things more clearly. And so he went on about um, the different levels of concentration and how samadhi can actually remove you from the material. And that's also another aspect of the meditation on death is you can't take anything material with you all you can take with you is the good deeds and so you look at that like this is what you have you don't have anything material like if you have anything material it's just it's not permanent it's just temporary like all of this is temporary and so when you start to um when you start to look at things this way it kind of gives you just a new perspective it shifts your perspective and um, when you move away from the attachments to material things then you're removed from a lot of suffering because a lot of suffering is related to a lot of attachments, right? No matter what it is, it can be like a physical material attachment to an item. It can be a material, a physical attachment to another person. When you remove yourself from these and you realize nothing is permanent, then you become more like enhanced into your enlightenment on whatever level and it's hard to describe what you would experience like from me to you to explain it to you because each person experiences the benefits of meditation and concentration and all these things from a different way so it's an individual experience it's never the same for anybody but most of the time if you spend some time in meditation the rest of your day will go better i had a phone call this morning from a wonderful journalist um I actually hoped I could help her, write. She said if my schedule changes, uh, she said if my schedule changes to let her know. But right now I'm working on Tuesday nights teaching yoga and cycling. Anyway, she needed someone to cover some of these city meetings to write for their their publication. And so it's an independent journalist who is covering like all of the counties with their meetings to get everyone informed. And it's a it's a passion project, really, about getting the community informed. And I had her call me. I thought it was Monday nights. Turns out she needs someone for Tuesday nights. And that's like one of the two nights a week I'm working. So, unfortunately, um, or fortunately, if you don't like government. I'm just kidding. I really wanted to help her write. But anyway, um, unfortunately... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it would have been a lot of long, boring, sometimes boring meetings. You know, some of this stuff is interesting to me, but I've been to city council meetings in other cities, and they tend to run long, and they tend to go on. (laughs) So, in a way, at least, you know, I'm not sacrificing my time for the community like I was about to. (laughs) I'm trying to look on the bright side because I really wanted to do this and get involved with them. She said if my schedule changes, let her know. Um, they just need someone on Tuesdays to go to one of the city council meetings just to um, report. And when I applied for this, I wrote, you know, directly reporting from the meeting without any bias or inflection of personal beliefs is so important to me for journalism. Because you want to give it to the community from a lens of all perspectives without your own personal um like judgment or bias. I think that's so important for um, journalists to do, and she does that. Like every time she reports, she does that. She only gives the facts. And I was actually kind of hoping that would work out, and after a quick phone call, I found out that it was the wrong evening for me to join in with helping that journal. Anyway, I am just branching out all over the place. I'm doing all kinds of things. I'm gonna get back into my art. I've been on a bit of an art hiatus. <laughs> So anyway, I hope you're all doing great and doing what you need to do, Um, whether if it's being creative or exercising. I've been exercising a lot, so I highly recommend, of course, because I'm a trainer, um, to improve your mood, try a little workout. And I hope that um, if you're listening to this on Friday, I don't know when you're listening, I hope you have a great weekend or whatever time of day it is. Have a great day or night. Uh, Make sure that you're propelling yourself towards your goals like propel yourself towards your goals in a way where at the end of the day, you're really proud of yourself. You don't want to end your day like, oh, I could have done better. You want to end your day with like, man, I kicked this day's ass. Like that's, that's what you want. That's what you need. Be happy, be healed, be free. And may we come together to bring peace and healing to all life. Thanks again. Namaste.